What will represent a, taxes? The yeah, taxes could, chainsaw massacre. Yeah. The ta- <laughs> you just made your own pitch right there. Yeah. Nailed there it. it. That sounds like social commentary right there. <laughs> a bunch of accountants get together and uh, start working for Amazon, and they just fuck shit up with chainsaws, and then everyone owes Amazon $100 million. Damn. (laughs) We all pretty much owe Amazon $100 million. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone in their lifetime will end up owing them money. They just spend so much money. That's the thing. They do. They spend spend so much. They do. And it's like, yeah, you could be mad about that, but they're all, but they're giving so many businesses, they're keeping a lot of businesses afloat, and that is frightening. Absolutely. Them and Google both. Uh, the business in the current business infrastructure is heavily, heavily reliant on both Google and Amazon right now. Dude, all all video production people in almost all video production people in the greater Seattle area are relying on or have relied on Microsoft or Amazon yep. at a certain point. Yep. I have. I've done jobs for both of them. And I will not speak to the quality of those jobs, but <laughs> I have done them, mm-hmm. and they are a job, and they give you money. Oh, yeah. It is it's nice. really insane. A ton of businesses rely on the Google suite and the Google uh, ecosystem for emails, CRMs. Uh, yeah, the ads. I mean, Google, Google, Google ads, ad, even. What is that called? I can't remember. They but, like I mean, run... Like runs the internet is the yeah, Google's yeah. ads. AdSense. AdSense. Yep. Oh, wow. It's AdSense. every agency. Every every agency like uses that to like target. Yep. People and that's all done through Google. Or they use a or they use a company owned by Google. Right. Uh, it's really insane, dude. It's actually it's actually kind of terrifying. <laughs> because those companies do go down. Like Google has gone down before. Yeah. And it's. You know, billions of dollars worth of downtime Fuck. that exists. Right. It's pretty fucking insane, dude. I remember seeing this. It was totally awesome. I remember one time Facebook was down for like an hour, and people were like in a state of panic. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, there was this lady on YouTube. I just googled like, "Is Facebook down?" I was like, "What the hell?" You know, and there was this YouTube video of this like young person, probably in middle school, being like, "Facebook is down," and if you own a business that relies on Facebook, this is really bad for you, and you should know about this. But you're probably going to lose some customers. It's just like, what are you, like 13 <laughs> years old, and you're telling people how to run their businesses? Oh, like, my God. It was the funny. It was just so, it was kind of adorable, you know? It was kind of like, well, at least, like, she she gets it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, she understands. But it, it also, it felt like the like that lady from eighth grade. You know, the (laughs) movie where it's like, yeah, I mean, you're given advice about things that you're clearly not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was kind of, it was kind of funny and and totally harmless, but, but amazing at the same time. But it happens. I mean, it does. There's a lot of the big, big dot coms. Like if YouTube goes down, that affects a lot of money. Yeah. Um, Right. Twitch goes down. That's a lot of money. Facebook goes down. It's a lot of money. Um, So it's, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) <laughs> or no. they have so a lot, many a lot of up. social happiness goes down <laughs> everyone the, is the, a little bit more the, frustrated all the amateur profiles can't upload their shit and get their money <laughs> <laughs> that's true though there is a lot of money i mean Pornhub is a very very a rich i'm mean, not expensive company like they're a big if, company if, if Pornhub goes down suddenly people will start dating again you know <laughs> 
because people like people dating is on an all-time low in America, and people's um, amount of sex that they have is an all-time low. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Better Especially odds for, for me. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Especially <laughs> terrible be- joke. Between the ages terrible of joke. 18 and 30, it's like us. It's yeah. it's like especially low for us well, uh, right now of all of all time because so all many people long. are trying to make all of their living on the internet right now yeah dude pretty sure it's because of pornography <laughs> that's why that's what my guess dude, but the thing is, is i mean can, that's certainly a, a big factor in it. don't get me so wrong funny is like, you can make so much money if you had a girlfriend filming yourself having sex and then selling it online like at like onlyfans.com or whatever you can make so much fucking money doing that it's ridiculous it's true. It's a lot like, of people are making a shit ton of money. But, like, just streaming in yeah. general. Yeah. Like, just even streaming games or your life or whatever. Yeah, like people get... Pe- yeah. And, oh, but, yeah. But that requires you to spend time anti-socially, in a way. I mean, socially, yes, don't Dude. get me wrong, but, but anti-socially, too. Like, yeah. you don't go out to meet people and then date. Yeah. Right? Generally. Yeah. You find right. your, your whatever you find online, any of your relationships that's, online. So. Yeah, that's true. Right. Dude, I watched that fire documentary. Have you guys seen that on yeah. Netflix? We watched about both. the fire yeah. festival. I just saw we watched the Hulu one, one too. The Hulu one. I didn't see yeah. the Hulu one yet. I did, I haven't watched the Hulu one either. But I, I like seeing the people go down there and the kinds of people that went down there. Like they're all Instagram yeah. nut jobs. Like all the crazy people who went down there to go to the fire festival. I mean, not like the. I mean, obviously the influencers and and stuff. That's like what they're job is and their models or whatever but like all the people who like bought tickets it's just like why'd you guys buy tickets you know you know what i mean like yeah. i get that the, like this was like all promised to you and, and stuff but because that's they, a lot of money seem for them so instagrammy you know what i mean it's so everyone it's, there yeah it's literally it just like the, painfully like, instagrammy the butthole of society basically went down there <laughs> like really i mean let's be completely honest like it's a bunch of like narcissistic sociopaths, dude. It is that all went it down really there. Is. It really and is. It's like I get it. There's two things going on. Like kind of what we were just talking about before recording. Uh, like that's their business. You buy shit like that. Yeah. That becomes your expenses for your business. Right. And you, you right. Use, and, and and that becomes your income as well because people are gonna watch you and increase yeah. your numbers and your clicks, and that's how you get your money through your ads and your sponsors oh and all that God. shit. So like I get why they do it. Not to say that that's intelligent or anything it's just that i get like why like if you're gonna have this lifestyle of being which instagram influencers the dumbest fucking term i know i hate i hate hearing it it does it does it does hurt a little bit like it kind of just hits the ears wrong like influencer like yeah influencer is such a weird it's a weird term it's weird and it it gives people this inflated sense of fucking you know their shit smells like fucking yeah (laughs) their shit smells like so i'm not gonna name this person but i i have some friends who like have moved here to seattle from like phoenix and stuff and there's some that are like very instagrammy and they like they think that everyone here is like on instagram all the time and like they they really want to do like the seattle thing and to them that means um only making coffee with a french press and Instagramming it whenever you do it, and having avocado toast, and it's just like, no, that's. that's I like not, how we've been just that's like. That's not just Seattle, you know. That's not the Seattle thing, you <laughs> oh know. My God. I, we've been. And it's it's uh, just the... like 
like, come on. You know what I mean? What's the term? Like, that's not it. So I hope they get tired of it and move, but I think maybe like they won't. showing them like a picture of them throwing a straw away in the trash <laughs> would yeah. be more like it. Oh god. I would right. love to do that. I love <laughs> like I love like people like that. I love doing like things that they can easily get offended by, but if they got mad at me, they'd be the bad person. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love yeah. doing I love that stuff. I'm probably going to turn it into more of a serious thing, but I've started to like take pictures of people who take pictures like that so either oh, like selfies or like instagram <laughs> type things and i just want to like i want to yeah. make money off of them making money yeah. like <laughs> dude that'd be funny they used to do all the work for me yeah. and i just show up and go you know right yeah they spend like what three hours trying to get their shot of their dog right. at the at exactly. safeco field you know while the manners are playing and and you know you just pop in there click. exactly I exactly i like it <laughs> I don't have to do any work, and there it is. Give me money. <laughs> you should do that. And you know what you should do is you should go find those people and tag them. Yeah, yeah. You, you know get what I mean? their usernames mm-hmm. and tag them. That would be fucking Just awesome. tell them, hey, I, I have this special Instagram account about Instagram people. And mm-hmm. have yeah, have them get You want to be featured act. on my account, let yeah. me know where you're taking photos, and I'll show up. Yeah. And then yeah. you can pay me to be featured on the account. <laughs> yeah, dude, eventually, eventually you can get there. But and then, for now, you probably have to pay other people. Probably for a little bit. Eventually, it'll switch. And then one of the camera companies can totally just, like, give me money to if, do that. Because, yeah, just like, I'll just, you. I'll just plug your camera yeah, the whole yeah. time, you know? Right. That way you get the double. You like, get my super famous profile and then that famous profile. Like, that's double right? whammy. And, and, and you're shooting on, like, Leica lenses and shit. Exactly. <laughs> right. Hashtag Sony Canon Nikon. Shot on all three. Blended <laughs> so together. Ridiculous. All right. <laughs> Social commentary at its finest, which is perfect for this back-to-back films episode. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, where we cover the things you never knew you wanted to know about movies. Uh, I'm Keith. This is Byron. Jacob. (laughs) The interest is just falling (laughs) rapidly. So, we're doing a little bit of maybe some social commentary discussion. I don't know. But how it fits in uh, to this particular episode is because we're going to be talking about a uh a little known indie guy here totally not making waves and becoming super famous for his horror work <laughs> uh we're gonna be talking about jordan peele uh kind of with a not so timely for like episode release with <laughs> us uh which came out earlier this year um but the first film we're going to talk about is Get Out, released in 2017. A young African-American visits his white girlfriend. That's... Okay. I literally copy-paste this for IMDb, and I don't necessarily always <laughs> read this. So when it says, a young African-American... A young African-American visits his white girlfriend's parents for the weekend. That's literally what it says. Hmm. Not like a young African-American guy, right, yeah, yeah. but an African-American... <laughs> right i feel like that's what the movie is though but that's you know what I mean? a weird way to say it it says white <laughs> well, the girlfriend it like it doesn't say it's like saying like a black visits a white or something like right like that's but a weird dude, way I, to say that i feel like that's like it's almost like digging into the social commentary aspect like you know from how they phrase that that it is gonna be making a statement about race 
You know what I mean? Versus like John is a black man who's visiting his white's his white girlfriend's parents for the weekend. I feel like that says something a little bit different. Yeah, that's I think the way IMDb does it is that it rates the highest. Um, oh. It rates the highest summary. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Because <laughs> I, well, I, 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 yeah, that's crazy. I don't. I know. feel like that still works. Could be that the person did write it like that. I have my seeking, my sneaking suspicions that uh, they didn't mean it like that. They're super woke, but, or not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we're giving too much credit here. But anyway, <laughs> I'll read it as it's listed on IMDb. A young African-American visits his white girlfriend's parents for the weekend where his simmering uneasiness about the reception of him eventually reaches a boiling point. Wow, this person just... It's funny because I, like, I guess like re- looking into it, like I guess saying African-American man is a little redundant just because it does say his, so then you know it's a guy, so he... So the African American uh, uh, identifies as him, and he has a white girlfriend. But I know what you mean. <laughs> it's just like it, it, normally you it would say like African American man with his white girlfriend or Caucasian girlfriend, whatever. At least, right? All right. I'm going to be a little edgy here <laughs> Do it. to prove a point. Don't get mad at me, listeners, but oh, what if it said, like, a Negro visits his white girlfriend? See what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be... That would See how that... How it's like when you yeah, s- yeah. simplify it down yeah. to, like, it's not... It's just an African-American. You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't... Yeah. It, it sounds... The way it reads and the way it hits the ear kind of sounds... Like an uh, yeah. ignorant person wrote it, basically. I mean, but. Right. But I think, is that the politically right, political correct way of saying African American, though, right? I don't know. Why, 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 is that, why did everyone A look at A young African American man <laughs> would make the most sense. Yeah. Grammatically. Yeah. Visits what his did they white say? girlfriend. A young African American. Oh, I see what you're saying. Cause like I get it. It's like saying a young a young Asian versus a young Asian man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An Asian, like ah, oh, that Asian over there. Well, one, technically, one of them like, Asians and his like, white it'll, girlfriend. It'll, yeah, exactly. Got it, got it. Or it'd be like a Chinese American visits his white girlfriend. It's like really like yeah. what like yeah. It'd yeah. be weird. It's weird. Like one Chinese. of them Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like saying like a Chinese. Yeah. His like, Canadian yeah. girlfriend yeah. with brunette oh hair. That's so bad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it just doesn't read right. Because they even they they make sure to qualify the white girlfriend. Yeah, a young Chinese. Yeah, that's yeah. Or, yeah, I see what you're saying. But yeah, but it would, the other thing is, is it kind of works for the movie? Because that's kind of oh, what totally he does. is. For yeah. the I movie. feel like that's such an accident, though. Like the it, person it who is. wrote this, it probably is an accident, but it kind of kind of works. You know, fair enough. Mean? Fair yeah. enough. Anyway, but get I, out. I get I get why it's not the best. It's, yeah, way. maybe I should and do maybe, a little bit of. Maybe what? Well, I get I get why it's not the best way, and and may, uh, is probably offensive to uh, p- people who might be offended by that. You know okay. what I mean? You know that Jordan Peele is like laughing right now, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yes, my plan He's is like, working. Yes. <laughs> He's our most Tip-toe. avid listener. <laughs> yeah. 
tiptoe white pieces of shit. Well, he was. There was an interview. I was just listening to him and he he says that one of the big reasons why he like likes making movies is seeing the dialogue online because the interviewer asked him like so what do you do you write do you make these movies just to make the movie or do you also like people to discuss and talk about them and do you like going on reddit he's like i love going on reddit and listening and reading what people are saying about my films which is so cool that's amazing because some of them that would be really that would be really neat though because like Christopher Nolan, like, I could picture it like, no, I do it for the art of film, you know. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't, I don't care what 100%. people say on Reddit, you know. And there's there's filmmakers who even take it like even further, you know, like uh, Damon Lindelof, who did like Lost and The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. He will go on the internet and read tweets, and because people are like think like they'll theorize one way, he'll t- he'll push the show another direction. So it'll, mm-hmm. he'll have all these like turns and stuff because. Like, oh, here are the popular theories. How? What can we do different? Yeah, you know? that's oh, pretty that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah. Wow. So he's he's really engaged with his audience, and he's going to really try huge and work he, he, hard to try and, yeah. and assert anything that people may that they do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's pretty. Fun. And he'll cool. like live tweet people during the show. So like while it's like, you know, well <laughs> like while lost or. Uh, a lot of a lot of filmmakers do that. They'll like live tweet when the, well, the show is on TV. But um, that's cool. I don't know They'll how that retweet works the, the wrong theory and be like, "Wrong, bitch! Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, bitch! Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch! Yeah, that's good." <clears throat> um, Get Out was written and directed by Jordan Peele, stars Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Allison Williams, Catherine Keener, Bradley Whitford, Caleb Landry Jones, Marcus Henderson, Betty Gabriel, Lakeith Stanfield, Lil Rel, Howry, and Stephen Root. Uh, the second film is Us, was released this year of 2019. Uh, families' serene beach vacation turns to chaos when their doppelgangers appear and begin to terrorize them. Us was written and directed by Peel, of course. It stars Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, Tim Heidecker, Shahadi Wright-Joseph, and Evan Alex. Uh, okay, so the obvious points about these movies, um, especially Get Out, I think because I think it was a little more intentional is the obvious social implications metaphor of uh, the treatment of, you know, race and society, especially American society specifically, the objectification, you know, of skin, skin color, things like that. Um, Especially between black and white people. Specifically, yeah, between Mm -hmm. that. uh, Because these films don't really feature other types of people mm. which is probably by design i mean i think i think us does uh you, when you when they start to show all the doppelgangers yeah um but uh i mean yeah it's obviously focused on black white relations right that, yeah it's true well, yeah i think what you just said kind of touched on like get out and us are complete opposites where get out becomes pretty broad and then it focuses mm-hmm. in, and mm-hmm. then us is very focused at the beginning because you're focused on the, just that African American family, and then it gets broad. Um, so they the, the, they do the same thing, but do it the opposite way. If that right. Makes sense. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's actually that's pretty true because it does. And he, yeah. No, it's really interesting. I didn't even think about it like yeah. that. It's weird. You kind of flip the two. 
and you could almost go so far as to say they're opposites in the, in because we talked about this on the one earlier episode was uh get out i think had a little bit more intentional mm. political uh overtones to it yeah. social political mm-hmm. overtones where apparently us it was not as intended that way yeah. although when you're a writer and you're pulling from themes and ideas yeah. and what you want to talk about of course those are going to come out right but i think in the way that we read the movie when we've talked about it on the happy hour um you know we noticed those but you mentioned that in an interview you yeah. said that that was actually not the like peel himself said that it was not actually the case yeah i mean i think it was there it wasn't has to be there yeah has to be i there. don't think it was like his main reason for making it right yeah yeah, yeah. whereas get out clearly is like i mean you're painting yeah. painting with broad brush yeah. brush right broad I, brush I, strokes i i think another thing to to think about with with us specifically is that be i feel like there's because it's like starring black people and like they're they're in roles where normally white people would would be in that situation and like yeah. normally there'd be like we were talking about this before but the they have their white friends who like do their white people things um normally that would be like the black friends like doing yeah, black totally. people things you no, know? it really is yeah so like I, the joke I, with the key <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah the key thing is hella funny <laughs> but i what i'm what i'm getting at here is that because those are swapped and we're not used to that, I think our brains are wired to think about it in a social commentary way. Um, 100%. When really there might not be that there, it just feels like it is because it's flipped on its head. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, that's the trippy thing about, I mean, consumptive art is you're always looking for that. Yeah. I mean, even in a Jackson, Jackson Pollock painting, which is dribbled drizzled paint yeah. on a huge ass canvas people yeah. look right. for mood and emotion and ideas and he was themes angry and, yeah it's like you this. search right. for everything yeah. i mean in rothko paintings it's literally a giant canvas painted one color with maybe a line going through it right you know like and then people derive all this like mm-hmm. meaning and feeling or whatever from it so like you it, the consumptive form of art or what art is in general is a consumptive form we look for that yeah right like even in like in like the great beauty when we watch that and that little girl's like throwing red paint on the canvas and she's super pissed when she's doing it yeah it's just like people that's what people want to see they want to they want to feel it as they're looking at it even even if it's uh even if that wasn't the intention behind it you know what i mean exactly exactly um and i think and this kind of leads to one of my questions I wanted to ask anyway. Horror as a genre tends to be the most consistent vessel for mm-hmm. uh, the thematic side or like the where people try to look for the most meaning in something. Like I feel like people can't wrap their minds around horror without it being something related to something else or meaning something else. Because, um, I mean, you talk about texas chainsaw massacre halloween anything in the 70s or the thing in the 80s like there's always some academic who talks about how well you know this kind of mean this could have mean this and this probably means that the the allegory behind it yeah exactly um and you look at like body snatchers oh yeah totally vamp uh Mm -hmm. dracula frankenstein specific frankenstein Mm -hmm. is one of the most heavily 
uh, analyzed yeah. pieces of horror, and that was from nineteen like thirty one. You know, like so fucking early on. Um, and I guess my question is: is like, should it be like? Does horror need to have the commentary? Because like, it seems like the most successful or the top horror of all time always has this other thing attached to it. It's never just Leatherface chasing you with a chainsaw. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> The capitalist society right, chasing right, down right. the fucking small business yeah. working man or something, whatever you know yeah, what I mean. Like, yeah. so like, should it? Like, I feel I feel like it. It uh, maybe not to reframe your question, but I feel like a better question is why does it? You know, and mm-hmm. I, I think I think horror certainly that too. I I feel like a lot of social commentary things are. Um, painful and and hard for people to talk about and it's like you're kind of confronting something that you're doing wrong your whole life and you just never really knew you know you know what i mean it's like it's like um if someone told you that you walked funny you know and you're like oh shit i didn't know i walked funny i've been walking for 35 years and then you're like, well, wait a second. I don't walk funny. I've been walking for 35 years. I can walk just fine. I feel like I feel like it's kind of it's kind of like that where it's like I've been doing it this way for so long. Like, obviously, there's nothing wrong with it because that's the world I'm in. So I, I I guess I feel like that like where horror comes from is in like a similar place as like that kind of stubborn social thing that a lot of people go through. Do you think we can like consume horror without that? Like, is the idea or acts in horror too much? Like, there's sort of a cathartic aspect to horror in some ways, where you can kind of experience or go through things, or mm-hmm. when you live in fear for a little bit and then you realize you come out the other end. Like, right? There's certain concepts like that I think that are attached to it. Um. But holy shit, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, no, I think I know what you mean. I think I, <laughs> I think feel, shit. I, I feel no, like it. Don't. I feel like it is. I think like I think there's like that like that peer form of just horror of just experiencing the basic elements of the horror film, like the fear part, the adrenaline. Yeah, the thrill. okay, right, 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 yeah. I think I think you can, but I think the other parts are just kind of. The, the extra icing on the cake or whatever you know i think because, for the academics and stuff and i guess right. yeah and it gives something like critics or or reviewers to kind of latch onto a little right, bit right because like one of the very 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 common um critiques of movies that'll occur is people will be like well it just seemed like uh Violence for violence's sake, right. or you know, it seemed right. to be um, gratuitous. Gratuitous, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very, you know, that's a negative thing for people. Yeah. Is well, it just it didn't. There was like no meaning, like. <laughs> but you know, kind of to get towards the bottom of that question, like, does there have to be a direct meaning to, you know, the fact that you know? Because I've even heard this where, on Halloween, you know, the knife represents like the penis basically and it's sort of the male driven desire to penetrate Penetrate, you know like 
Does it have to be yeah. that though? Like, can it just be it, that fucking he's it, a crazy it, dude who just stabbed yeah, the shit out of her? I don't think yeah. it has to be. It doesn't you know? have to. Yeah, like uh, like mother. I'm just know, gonna that, bring up mother. That's yeah, so mother, funny. huge allegory. But there's two allegories going on, and it's like you can't really have one without the other in that movie. Like it has its like environment lesson, you know, Mother Earth, but then it also has Bible shit up the yin yang, you know, and like right. so much. So it's like those two things are conflicting. Like one's about global warming, and one is about um, like tradition and anti global warming. So it's like. The movie has both and is both, and th- there's a gray area there. You know, well, what see, I mean? that's so even it, even your it description. It can't be one without the other. But like, even in your talk, you you don't address that. Couldn't it just be her experience in this world? See what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're... yeah, yeah. But I, I think as humans, we like we want to draw. Um, we we naturally want to like parallel things like when like what like and draw like uh compares compare and contrast things like naturally i think that's just who we are like if you put something first that means something if you put something last that means something if you alternate something that means something else you know what i mean so it's like this weird thing that we either learned or is naturally in us that wants us to to find those things and i think we'll find them regardless of whether or not they're even in there like intentionally i think that's true but i also think that like it just kind of depends too on the director like we all know that it does that um aronofsky is someone that is going to intentionally put that in there whereas george a romero probably made dawn of the dead not necessarily thinking about the vietnam war but it's been compared to and you can see that movie without thinking that well supposedly his casting of the main guy which was obviously extremely controversial at the time mm-hmm. was simply because he thought he was the best actor right yeah 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 supposedly so, I mean, that's the I thing mean, is like I, I feel like i feel like and it's just and i, I feel like I, that him saying that is also social commentary it's like that's like even true. if even if he was he hired him because he was black and wanted to have a black lead you know just to like have something controversial or maybe he actually thought that he was the the best person he pro i mean that guy was really good so i imagine that was probably maybe the case but the fact that he like s- said that means something you yeah. know you know like that's a comment and certainly yeah yeah and and for the people out there listening who are like you dumb idiots like <clears throat> From the beginning of time, storytelling or forms of storytelling in whatever form they took is, of course, a way for people to be entertained, but also learn something. Mm. And mm-hmm. it's been a you know an education tool. It's definitely like, been like an evolution. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I I certainly am coming from a point of view like where I think in most forms of art, I mean, yeah, it makes sense to have ideas entrenched yeah. in that that are beyond the scope of what you're talking about the things you're talking about are just a representation of that and i agree that that's an important aspect of it um but i am still curious always curious about where does that line fall because to me i can watch a movie for the movie's sake yeah just it being what it is sometimes it looks fucking cool sometimes i felt cool it felt cool watching it i was happy or sad or whatever like so i'm always curious where that line is and it seems like that line is 
not really a line so much as this gradient that exists, but you have to exist kind of on the far Somewhere. end of this gradient, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. And at least if you are not necessarily intending for something bolstering up the people who yeah. find the meaning and shit you didn't necessarily intend for, and then being like, oh, yeah, sure, that's like, you know. Great, right. run with that, you know? I, and I think we've touched on this before when we've talked about genre, because we've talked about genre quite a bit, but I think that's, like, a unique thing with horror. So I think you, that gradient that you're saying is, is is definitely something that you see more in horror. It's broader in horror. Um, whereas, like, I think drama, those lines of whether or not the director is just making a movie for the movie's sake of it or there's something going on, it's. I think it's a lot less broad. I think it's more specific in that genre, whereas horror... I think you can really, because of the aspect of the thrill of the of the chase of the kill or whatever it is, of the scare, I think it's more experiential. So, in that sense, you can almost just take it for more of what it is, and not yeah. necessarily have to read into the symbolism and or the metaphors or the allegories or whatever it is, um, which is kind of a a cool benefit of horror. And I think that's why some of the true masters of cinema have tried to tackle it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think, you know... And usually they tackle it later. Right. That's yeah. a big kicker. That's a weird thing about horror, too, is horror is right. a, a tough genre to do correctly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you, like, you don't know what the social commentary is when you start the film, but it, when you, like, start Fight Club or something, you know exactly what yeah. they're saying about right. consumerism, like, from the get-go. But, like, the Babadook and... And even like maybe a little bit with with um, with Get Out, you can kind of get a sense of his like fear of like going and um, you know into the uh, you know visit his girlfriend's white parents because he even has a line where he's like, "Do they know that I'm black?" And she's like, "Oh no, they don't." Care. <laughs> then he know? calls his friend and he's like, "I told you not to go, or I'm telling you now, don't go to the white girl's parents' house." Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's it's funny because you can still relate to that as a boy or girl too of just meeting the other. Yeah, significant. Oh, yeah. Parents, look who's probably. look who's coming to dinner or yeah, whatever that. Yeah. So it's it's it works in so many ways, and I think that's what's in, smart about. I think that's what Peel is good at too, is he's good at at making it even as like a white person, like connect. Yeah, does that make sense? Right. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. To to understand what that person is yeah. going through. Yeah, yeah, the perspective. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it is through comedy which is really cool and, and that whole character of the roommate or whatever is fantastic like, oh yeah yes yeah. yeah, awesome, he's so, amazing while we're on it have you guys watched did you guys watch any of the extra specials on the dvd or whatever I did you guys know. watch did you guys watch the deleted scene no oh, i think i might have but this <laughs> oh, was a or the, I, the the alternate ending I did watch the alternate ending. I did not. Wait, wait. Okay, okay. Hold on. I need to hear about this then. What's the alternate ending? So this is crazy because um, this movie was filmed while Obama was in office. And it was written while Obama was in office. And then um, Trump won the election. And Jordan Peele, and he says this in the commentary in the uh, alternate ending, he says that because Trump won, I thought that people needed more escapism than a gut punch at the very end. And this movie came out like four or five months after Trump got elected, maybe three. Um, and the 
alternate ending is instead of him, his buddy coming up in the car at the end, cops show up and he gets arrested and he goes to jail for killing a bunch of a uh, bunch of white people. Yep. And then he he still gets his like character moment at the end um, where he uh, I, I don't know specifically how he what his character moment is, but he like the movie ends with uh, him going to jail and uh, having a conversation, a phone call, you know, through the glass, like at the prison uh, with his buddy. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I just yeah, saw that. Yeah. For for in my humble opinion, I love that ending way more because it feels so oh, much same. more like the movie. It's same. such a better ending, I think. Yes. But same. I totally I understand why Jordan Peele changed it because the mo- the people who are watching this movie. I think already got punched in the gut and we're still feeling it from the election. Yeah. So, um, so I totally mad respect for him to change it, but his original ending was way better. And I I kind of wish that he would come out with a director's cut maybe in like five years or something or, or three years that has like the original ending and you can watch it with the original ending. Cause I think that would be just such a great movie and would stand the test of time. I think, Man, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's I, I agree with you 100 percent on that. But I think also if it, if he had released it the original way, I don't know if it would have been as successful. Right. Right. Because like I I feel yeah. like another aspect of the whole film that I think is just fantastic is the fact that it did so well. It broke right. so many records. It won an Oscar. You know, it's a, it was a debut film. It, I mean, it it really shattered. Like right. so much, uh, so many, so many things that I feel like with that that original ending is even though I feel like it's a better ending and 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 would have actually made a stronger film overall. Right. I right. think his decision of 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 recognizing what the American audience may actually want was spot on. So to have his yeah. finger on that pulse is incredible. It really yeah, is. Dude. Like, yeah, and, yeah. And I think it 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 actually benefited him, even though it probably hurt it hurt his movie. I think it benefited his career and the the film's success. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough, right, right, dude. I I almost think that I I get what you're saying about it hurting the movie, like from an artistic standpoint. But the fact that so many people watched it i feel like it also plus the movie in an artistic way you, you know what i mean well, like no, it's kind of sure like, for sure it's like I a mean, little bit of both you know yeah i, I mean do... i guess it, it only hurts the movie if you compare it to the ending but to all the yes, people that yes. never saw the yeah. ending or or the other ending or uh it didn't it doesn't hurt anything because it is what right. it is and it's it is a solid fantastic great fucking movie i mean i love I mean, I didn't when I watched it the, the first time. I didn't know that there was an alternate ending. So, and I loved Same. it. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, I, there wasn't. That wasn't. It does. There's nothing about it that that to me takes anything away from it. But I, I, I guess just on a personal opinion, after seeing the alternate ending, the original ending, right? I feel like the 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 new one hurts the film if that was the, it doesn't hurt the film i guess i worded that wrong it doesn't hurt the film it hurts the original vision yeah 
And yeah. you could kind of, like, after seeing the alternate ending, you can kind of see, like, all, all, like, all the stars align, like, with that original yeah. Yeah. ending, you yeah. know? But with, with the th- theatrical one, or the one that everyone kind of knows now, it, like, the stars aren't entirely aligned, but it's still a satisfying ending, you know? <laughs> right, you're right. Did you guys um, feel like you knew that ending was coming? When he pulls up in the car? or yeah. the. Uh, that he was going to be kind of basically saved by his friend. I don't. I don't remember the first time I watched it. Honestly, to be honest, the first time I watched I, I, it, I want to say that I did it. I thought that. Go ahead. I think you froze for a second. So go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, honestly, I feel like I maybe thought that the cops would show up. Really? I think. I, I think. I think. Interesting. I think so too because he pulls up in the cop car, right? He pulls up in a TSA oh, security yeah. car. Oh, well, they yeah. brand it. It's changed, obviously, yeah. right? I I don't know. For some reason, I felt like I I'd, like his friend was going to be the one uh, uh, to do it, and I don't know why I yeah. felt like that. It just kind of seemed like the not logical, but yeah. the obvious Hollywood way to pull that to play that out. That's true. It really is. It's right. it's the more Hollywood. It's the more American ending. And I think maybe right. that's why I like Jordan Peele's original vision because I think it was more of what I was expecting it. Or if I had done the film, it would have been more like that, right? Right. It would have it would have had that punch, like you said. It but you I, know. I asked that because I wonder if that's one of those compromises that you have to do. Because mm-hmm. like it is. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what his contract was like. What his final? Cu- I mean, he sure. certainly, I'm sure, didn't have final cut. Um, but if you, you know. Part of mere making your movie is you mm. generally are negotiating scenes in and out of the movie uh, and playing that, you know, okay, I won't put this in there, but I, it's fine because you'll let me put this in there yeah. and, and back and forth, back and forth. So I wonder if that's one of those scenes where it was definitely like a, a well, not his it, choice. It definitely is because I remember um, on, I think it was HBO, they had an interview with Jason Blumhouse as well. Or Blumhouse, whatever. Jason Blum. Um, Jason Blum, that's it. From Blumhouse, that's it. Uh, and he talked about the ending and the alternate ending. And I think that was... that. So that, I know that that was definitely a, a thing. You know, having... You know, he, him being a producer and distributor or whatever of it. I... I... Dude, no. I think you're right on on that. Like, for sure. <laughs> but it's like... Because that's interesting because... Who was it? Um some some group of comedians or something were oh i think it was like seth rogan or something was basically like you know we write our comedy and we write these scenes that are like so outlandish and we do these things that are so outlandish that we know are going to get cut to save the things that we yeah need to keep in there because they won't get cut because that compromise exists so you push the the goalpost way over here and like that could have potentially been one of those things where like he knew it was gonna yeah. like be too much. I mean, you might as well play the card and see if it if it takes because yeah. if it takes, then it takes. But I wonder if that's one of those things he knew was like this ending is gonna get cut. Yeah. But it allowed me to keep in X, Y, and Z yeah. in the film. Right. Uh, oh, on top so, of that, you so know, true. It's, it's yeah, it's hard to say without being there. Uh, but but I do know in in the commentary, it very it felt like he was the one who decided it like he, the way he phrased like why he changed the ending was that it came from him but he could have just been 
he might just be being professional about it. You yeah. know what I mean? He might just be like, it. yeah, he just might be like, yes, this is why we changed it and blah, 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 you know? Um, which also people who are like that as directors, like that's dope, you know, when they're, they, they'll just take ownership of their movie and yeah. maybe, maybe they'll disown it in like 10 years or something. But, but in like the commentary to like have him like confidently say that, I was just like, Oh God, this guy's the best. You know? He does seem super, he seems super humble, super smart and super like just i i, I don't know I, he strikes me as someone that i feel like would take complete ownership of that and be right. comfortable with and he seems like somebody intelligent enough to do what you know like De palma and tarantino does you know where like they put too much violence in knowing that they're going to get some of it's going to get yeah. cut so that yeah what you actually want in there will be in there mm-hmm. um right I, yeah, honestly, like I bet he 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 maybe thought that some of the stuff, some of the racial stuff earlier in the film might have gotten cut if the ending was one way. So he mm-hmm. changed it, knowing so that he could keep in some of the the meatier, juicier shit. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. Be like, well, keep that in. We can change the ending, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which I, yeah, I, for sure. He he seems like the type of guy that. He gets the system a little he bit. He gets it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I mean he's had a he's already had a you know a career in entertainment before this. Yeah. So I think he yeah. he's aware. I, aware Very of, aware. of yeah. how all that He's works. been through the the chopping block you know, yeah. a couple times or yeah. whatever that idiom is. Yeah. yeah. The gauntlet. Yeah. The gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. He's been through the gauntlet. You know it's yeah. funny you bring up you brought up uh, De Palma and his his um efforts to you know get his mpaa uh ratings lowered and i just every time we bring that up all i can think about is how he released scarface the original cut that he sent to the mpaa that was rated nc-17 and they were like or he he released that one instead of the mpaa one approved (laughs) and just said it was rated r like he said he just said it was approved which is the Uh, best (laughs) this cracks me up every time i hear it Fuck the uh, MPA, dude. <laughs> if you want to hear our thoughts on the MPA, go back to episode fuck. whatever it is early yeah. on. We talk all about De Palma. MPA is fucking dumb, dude. Anyway, um, speaking of going through the gauntlet, though, that's definitely one interesting aspect to him as a person, too. Uh, like, you know, we were talking about earlier how, like, directors, like, Obviously, there are horror directors, people who just jump into the genre, uh, or people who just end up making horror, whatever. I mean, like, you know. As their career, yeah. As their career, or they just decide, I want to make a horror movie or whatever. Um, I mean, hell, even Spielberg started with a horror movie, you know, like, uh, and then just went a completely different direction. But uh, an interesting thing about Peel and coming from a comedy side is how because comedy and horror are so much two sides of the same coin it was like basically prepping himself to do it like Mm -hmm. i mean when it comes to story beats and things i mean they're basically the same with just opposite uh subjects Mm -hmm. you know both things are so much about timing both things are so much about social issues or awareness and commentary and themes and um timeliness animalistic animalistic <laughs> totally yeah. absolutely because there's so many different forms of it too um that it is interesting i mean i feel like 
the the way my perception of him is that he basically was sitting on this for and waiting like yeah i'm gonna be you know i'll do my time i'll do my grind i'll be you know once he found out he kind of or once he started to catch on because i think there's a point in life where you're just trying to catch on and that's all you think about and then when you catch on it's okay how do i yeah make this growth happen how do i make this jump and it just seems like to me that he was waiting like he's always been this guy who's got this like the the darker stuff the horror stuff in there because now Mm -hmm. he's kind of being he's the new host of twilight zone and executive producing and creating all these things i feel like he's always been that he's definitely been a horror fan for a long time yeah you you can see that in us especially (laughs) yeah like all the influences i mean like the one glove that uh the doppelgangers have is reminiscent of freddy krueger's glove but it's Mm -hmm. also reminiscent of the thriller music video of michael jackson and the shirt of thriller and michael jackson right the, right the um there, there's so many references of 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 horror films and the twins the twins of the shining yeah no for sure oh, sure sure i mean even the the jumpsuits are like you know halloween mm-hmm. you know yeah and yeah. There, there's there is literally there are so many references of horror films in us that you know he's a fan Mm -hmm. you know it's like (laughs) you you can even you can see it in like his like key and peel skits that Mm -hmm. they he makes with uh jordan michael key or Mm -hmm. yeah keegan michael Michael key keegan michael key yeah um and uh those are like kind like they're funny yeah but there's like some horrific ones you know that are yeah, like yeah oh i don't know if that's funny but it is still kind of funny at the same time mm-hmm. like monty they, python-esque almost yeah it's like yeah, yeah it's like kind of super dark and um it, at the end of the day they always you know make it funny but there there are some like pretty dark like very like peel peelian is that what yeah. is that what we're going with peelian <laughs> things uh in there uh that are like like ooh, I like this, you know, yeah. and you could kind of see that how like that like like we like you guys said how that prepared him for his horror, but like yeah. the type of comedy is still like very horrific too. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's cool, it's, it's neat. And I think like with Get Out too, like I mean, he's married to a white lady, um, so I feel like there's a lot of personal experience in there and a lot based of based like, on true events yeah like well like a lot of like probably <laughs> this was like, my ex-girlfriend who i killed <laughs> yeah like you know Whoops. like a lot of like what ifs you know like well i have a white wife like what if instead of the first time i met her parents this went down you know right and i feel like he's he probably been exploring that and it's been in his head for a long time and then he just kind of wrote this thing you know right which right. is 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 really cool but you can kind of see the personal part and i think maybe that's also another aspect of how and why the film is so good because he's he's you know i think the best work is always your personal work if you can somehow get into it on a personal level thematically or or just getting through something i think it just automatically gets better and i feel like get out especially as a directorial debut um he had that personal connection to it that's just like boom and i think with us I think what makes it so good too is the fact that through the through the very from the very beginning you see the entire film through the eyes of the African American family. So, right. you know, he obviously as an African American he can 
he has a, a, a sense on what that family dynamic is like, but then he can go to his wife or whatever and, and combine the white experience so that it's, you know, everybody right. can relate to that family to some degree. You know, he has a better sense of yeah, yeah. that stuff. Cause I what, feel like one thing are oh, you keep, Oh no, no, go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh, what, in addition to that, I, I remember reading this thing about how he just wanted to do scenes. Like, he just wanted a scene with, like, a black family buying a boat. Because, like, that hadn't been in a movie before. Like, he hadn't <laughs> seen a movie where, like, that had happened. So he's just like, so I'm going to put that in my film because that's never been done. And I, I, I think that's a really cool also. Because he's not just pulling from these horror films. He's he's also, like... He's probably well versed in all the black exploitation movies that we watched, and all of uh, oh, the yeah. Wayans brothers. You know what I mean? He probably knows all. He's probably seen every movie made by a black person because there's not a lot, you know, or most movies, all, all the notable ones. Um, mm. So it's just kind of cool that he's also pulling that like into the movie, and that is what's guiding some of these scenes. And like what is happening in the film? That's just and yeah. the fact that he that was the inspiration for the boat, and what happens with the boat, the scene that comes from the boat later with when the doppelganger is chasing them is like that was such a well done scene. So it's like <laughs> he's pulling these inspirations and then doing cool shit with those scenes. It's not like they're just in there gratuitously, you know? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. There's it, even like like I got that Jaws vibe too in it. Yes. You know, which is yes. so funny because yeah. like. When you think about it, Jaws is such like a white person movie too. Like, like seriously, yeah. like, yeah, like you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it's I don't know. It's so funny. Like I don't know. There's so many layers to that film that just crack me up when it comes to that. I don't know. You Plus talking about whole... Jaws or us? Uh, us, yeah. Oh, us, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so much to talk about with it, which is kind of yeah. Oh, both maybe that's part so... of what makes it more Jordan Peeley is that yeah. He wanted to make a film that would be talked about online so he could, like, go, mm-hmm. like, look at the Reddit things. Yeah. So I do kind of want to get a little opinionated here uh, as we get into the last part of this episode. Um, because there are some, has been certain concerns about how uh, Us ended. So I was kind of curious in your guys' kind of thoughts, like, you know, what your thoughts are about, like, the ending and for like a quick recap, basically, like it's revealed that she's basically the doppelganger. The doppelganger switched out when they were when she was a little girl in the funhouse or whatever, and she's right. she's actually killed like the original. So, so oh, you you can start. no, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, it, I myself in the theater was taken aback by that scene. Uh, and I wanted my hand held a little more. Looking back at all of the clues and all of that stuff, which which I feel like you kind of have to do with this movie. It's kind it seems like it's one of those like go online and look at what people are saying kind of movies afterwards. <laughs> I I am way more on board with the how it ends. Um, and knowing what we knowing since you guys mentioned that he loves going on reddit i feel like that was um now i my conspiracy brain is thinking that was a calculated effort to get people to go talk about it online which is something i totally did afterwards um 
so I don't know. In the theater, it was like, no, I don't think you got. I don't think you won me there. But afterwards, it was like, okay, you you got me. So it, I don't know. It's kind of a complicated relationship. And I bet on a rewatch, I would totally dig it. Um, but I, I just I, in the, that first watch, one of my hand held a little bit more. But what that, what did you guys think? So I had the complete opposite. Like I totally knew that was coming. And you know what spoiled it for me was the goddamn trailer. Because, and I know we talked about this with Hereditary, I think it was, where the trailer, or maybe it was, maybe it wasn't Hereditary. We were at one, there was one episode where we were talking about how the trailer can kind of influence, I think Keith brought it up, kind of influence your thoughts on a film before you actually see the film. So that when you see the film... You think it's going to go one way, but then there's a twist on oh, the trailer. Oh, yes, I remember this discussion. And that's yeah. what kind of what fucking happened to me. I kind of fucking because so in the trailer there's a, a shot in the trailer where you see the doppelganger have her hands around the neck of the other chick or whatever. Right. And right. during the beginning of the movie and the flashbacks, you don't see that scene. The only time I believe you see them actually grasping onto each other is the last time you see that scene when it's revealed that they switched. Because when right. they, so when uh, so, so I'm watching the film and I'm like, okay, we've seen this flashback like two or three times now, and I haven't seen them grasping onto each uh. other. So there was a fucking switch. Like I just knew it. So when uh. it came up, I was like, oh. Yeah, oh, I was a, I was a little disappointed because I was like, "Well, fuck!" Having watched the trailer so many times, the film that punch wasn't there for me, right? You know, right. like yeah. And I was a little disappointed in that. At the same time, I liked how the film ended with the helicopters and the people going through, which was really cool because I saw that coming right. from the very beginning with the fucking TV VHS oh, yeah. tape of the thing, like. And some people in the theater when I was watching, they were like, oh, "It's the VHS, or you know, right. it's, the, it's the commercial." Like you know that right. you could you could get that sense, but it wasn't that part wasn't a surprise to me. But I liked how it ended. Like it, yeah, overall it felt good, but that twist felt a little unearned for me. Yes, um, that yes it wasn't a surprise or something like it, which with Get Out. I was more, I was kind of expecting the cops to show up and whatever. So when it was the guy, when it was the friend, I wasn't really expecting that. So I was like, oh shit, it's the friend. <laughs> you know, like there was more, there was a little bit more of that like unexpected feeling, which is always nice when you're watching a movie, mm-hmm. especially right. a horror film. Right. Yeah. So, surprises are always good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think for me it was like I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit. And it was, it was definitely a moment of like, eh, I don't know, man. Like, it just it didn't line up the last part of the movie that we like. It didn't line up the earlier parts of the movie correctly. I don't think. Looking back on it, there there's a couple scenes though where like at the beginning when they're listening to the rap song, and Lupita looks over to her son and she's like, "Get the beat," and she's not on beat, you know, because <laughs> oh, really? she's not a dancer, huh. right? It was the other one that was the dancer. So like. I think, right? Oh. So, like, there's, like, these little clues throughout the film that do show that she's not actually quite the person that you may think she is. 
but it's still not earned the way that I think maybe I think that's a good way. You know to what say I mean? It, yeah. Like it's it's yeah. It's it's only till it's almost due ex machina or whatever. Yeah. It's it's a little yeah. bit it's almost a little too heavy handed like we're going to put that on there now and then you can look at it again and be like, "Uh, well, he did do this, but is it right. is it really him doing that? You know what I mean? Right. Or is it us retconning it to like fit in? Right. Yeah. Which again, it could be very brilliant on his part because he could be very aware of that. You know, right. where he's like, I'm because doing this he, on purpose, motherfuckers. I'm a right. puppeteer. <laughs> I know, and I, I feel like maybe <laughs> like my gut says now, after this conversation, <laughs> that he is actually doing it on purpose and he is manipulating the audience into going online and to argue about it. Because oh, I yeah, feel like totally. when he does that, it half the people are gonna be like, Yes, that works. Half the people are gonna be like, No, that doesn't work. I mean, look at it on this show. We have we have one person who's like, yeah, it it were it makes sense, but it, it wasn't earned. We have another person who's like, I wanted my hand held for that a little bit more to like see more about that. And we have one person who's like, no, I didn't like that at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's clearly like, not clearly, but it it seems like it was probably calculated in order to create a viral discussion online and maybe to for for peel's benefit uh to be like hey look at the discussion on my previous film you should fund this new film that i'm doing because hey look at all this buzz and stuff and look how many people saw this movie because of that buzz and because of that conversation and look at look at the fomo dollars that we made um so i don't know i think either he's either a total genius or he just kind of drop the ball here but not in a horrible horrible way yeah. you know or what he I'm just saying? like really knows how to play his cards but he's not necessarily a genius <laughs> right right <laughs> who knows man we'll never know because yeah. who's being manipulated is yeah. us ha right yeah no Movie i wonder tale. what i mean <laughs> obviously i wonder what his next get out film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh yeah. Oh, do you have any last? Oh no, no. I was just, I was just gonna say, like, I wonder what his, what his next project will be. You know, if he's gonna be, if it's gonna be another horror film, thriller, is it gonna be more drama? Is it gonna, you know? I, Dude, I don't know. I would love. To, can 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 we go into? I would love this. I would. Lo- I'm gonna do it anyways. I, I would love to do, <laughs> to see him do like a sci-fi. You know, like I don't, I don't yeah, mind the horror yeah. and stuff. Like I think the horror is super cool, but I, I, I want to see him tackle another genre and i feel like sci-fi is is this genre where he could do something really really cool and really really interesting and still have maybe what could be a social commentary thing but here's the thing yeah what black people go to space and live you know i feel like most black people in space die so let's have a whole family of black people going up to space and they're in charge of the movie that would be cool and he would totally be into something like that yeah no for sure yeah that's a good i can't name a single astronaut who's black and survived uh, in a movie i haven't seen high life yet and i know andre's eight thousands in it so um i'm assuming he dies but yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh uh no that's a good point yeah i don't i can't think of one for sure i can't think of one um yeah huh 
Yeah, he should. That'd be an interesting genre. I mean, you could even add a little bit of horror elements in it, because sci-fi is one of those genres that's more overarching yeah. as opposed to kind of specific, I guess. Um, I'm sure he's an alien franchise. <laughs> yeah, nuts. So yeah. I know he could probably really <clears throat> add that horror element in there. I mean, like, uh, District 9 has those horror elements in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Sci-fi and horror. It's kind of a polit- political film. With the whole yeah. immigration sort of deal with the aliens and oh totally social yeah. commentary yeah mm-hmm. the yeah horror and sci-fi have kind of been connected for a very very long time or i've probably ever since aliens i yeah i, I don't know if it was before then but even like body like, snatchers yeah, is, i was gonna say is body pretty snatchers sci-fi is very and, and sci-fi horror combined horror. yeah no yeah. oh, definitely yeah that fear of the unknown or yeah right exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, I guess like even War of the Worlds is a horror movie. <laughs> it really sci-fi is. Horror. Yeah. Or a uh, podcast or radio show, whatever, yeah. whatever it was originally. Um, let's do a real quick roundtable because I'm curious. Um, <clears throat> this is a question I don't have an answer to yet. So I'm going to listen to what you guys say and then steal <laughs> one of your answers. Um, I'm pretty far removed from us. I think. I, I'm not, I think. We all kind of are. I watched Get Out not too long ago, but uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of which one. Uh, maybe start with Jacob. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No. I'm. Mm, this is tough because both films have elements that you like. I must f- say Get Out. Sorry, yeah, I don't want to influence. I your... feel like Get Out. I think the dynamic between the woman and the man you know that that sexual dynamic um not only does it bring a lot of humor but i think it gives a lot of like just interesting dialogue it has a lot just interesting dynamics going there it's a kind of not necessarily a budding relationship because they've been together for a while but like they're still kind of exploring like they're in this thing they're doing another they're doing something they haven't done before which is meeting the parents you know um right and i think that's kind of taps in a little bit to that kind of coming of age where it's kind of coming into another aspect of the relationship they haven't really dealt with yet there's all these little things throughout that i just feel like thematically overall i think tap into like the witty dialogue the the banter everything that i think Mm -hmm. you really enjoy in movies um and plus just like the the editing seems i think in get out it wasn't as maybe formulaic um you you, you know it was one of those movies where you didn't really know exactly where it was headed because you got you know you have Catherine keener doing you know mind stuff or hypnosis stuff and you got the social commentary aspect you got the 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 relationship dynamic you got the neighbors you got all these different things going on you don't know exactly how it's going to end so i think that pacing and editing of that i think maybe is more interesting to you whereas us is a little bit more formulaic in where it's ending like you know there's going to be a showdown between the two doppelgangers you know you know what i mean so i right so so there's already kind of those certain genre expectations and 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 uh bumps or whatever that that the, he has to kind of hit so i feel like get out maybe is just more more interesting to you and i think there's a lot of times where i think you ride the wave too with like uh like you're a little less hipster sometimes for films so like 
there's you know you like to kind of ride that wave that's not a bad thing in any means it's just that i've noticed that a little bit where when a film kind of catches on you tend to have those sensibilities that you relate to what people are saying about the film uh or can agree with not relate to so but it can agree with what people are saying right. uh and i think get out was one of those kind of like surprise like holy shit like this is like you know different than even what we've talked about even on the show Cause it was um, pre-black panther so it definitely when it came out i mean it, it kind of hit the the system it kind of shocked the system right mm-hmm. it yeah it may and have I, even kicked up black panther it may have given you know black panther a step up you know what i mean yeah definitely well and it also yeah. gave jordan peele the platform to be able to pitch the idea of black klansman to spike lee because without the success of get out who the fuck is jordan peele to spike lee you know what right. i mean yeah, that makes sense. would Peel have gotten executive producer credit on that shit? Probably not. If he hadn't have gotten, if he hadn't have won the Oscar or he d- did uh, get out, you know what I mean? Right, right. So yeah, because they that is like a hey, this name's attached kind of yeah, credit. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really means nothing. Well, um, it? yeah, it um, it is get out, and you guys are you guys are right, um, it, pretty much all all together. But one one thing I really like about Get Out more than us is that it is so much tighter you know get out to me is like a well-baked loaf of bread you know that is just like made perfectly whereas us is like a salad with like a lot of really good ingredients and maybe one ingredient that doesn't mix you know um (laughs) but get you know what i mean it's just like too much radish like it's really good but like (laughs) pull back on the lime juice or something you know um (laughs) But uh, but Get Out is just like this like mix of ingredients that I haven't really experienced um, before, uh, and it it was just like a delicious piece of bread, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Where you know, whereas us was like I have never seen these ingredients before, but it seemed like there was just maybe a hinge too much ingredients uh, for 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 me. Um, but yeah, both films are really good. Um, I, I think Get Out will stand the test of times in filmic circles a lot longer, and uh, maybe us might stand the test of time in audience um, circles a little bit longer. But one thing I really like about Get Out is that the sunken place, the idea of the sunken place and how that kind of word has become more more of a saying, you know, uh, and I, I love when films or books create a piece of uh, a word or a piece of our uh, language uh, just by simply existing. Like Catch-22. Mm-hmm. Freaking love that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I love that that book created that, you know. Um, so and now it's a Hulu series. That, <laughs> is that is really? It? Wow. It makes yeah. sense. It's a very popular book. Um, but the fact that The Sunken Place is like a common uh common enough phrase now is pretty neat um so nice get out it is uh all right roll around to byron it's going around in the circle here this one's (laughs) tough like i know we say that a lot we do end up saying that like this is tough tough, but like actually this is tough because i i want to say get out but my gut says us, and I don't same. know why. That's so weird. Exactly. I don't that. know why. <laughs> Almost exactly verbatim what I'm thinking, too. That's so funny. That's... So I'm just going to go with us. And I feel like it has to do with, like, 
how thrilling it is. Like, it just feels a little more Byron to me. Like, I, I think you like Get Out, but it's like the tone of it feels more like your kind of thing. So I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm just going with it. Maybe you like bunnies. Maybe you like bunnies. I don't know. We didn't talk at all about the bunnies, but maybe think, you like bunnies. I think for the sake of it, I'm going to go get out and not go with my gut on this one. Oof. But I don't really have a particular reason why for either one. <laughs> it's, so, it's so hard. Because it doesn't seem like... I mean, I fig- I knew you'd watch them, but it's not like movies that I'm like, oh yeah, these are like so Byron. Like, right, right. But for the sake of argument, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll go get out. Well, it's funny because like... They are really close. And when I was talking about Get Out on the podcast and about Jacob, it's like there's a part of me that agrees very heavily with it. And then there's a part of me that doesn't. You know what I mean? It's like one of those, it's, it is tough. But I think you guys, you guys are both correct in your gut and that it's us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think Ooh. because. I think a big part of it is Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, I honestly think she's the you greatest. You do have a, you like, do have. A I do, I do, and I and I about that. and and she's so good as both characters. That she is. It's like, for me, I was thrilled the whole time watching the movie, predominantly just because I'm just like watching her on screen. I'm just watching what she's doing. You know, she's she's scared one minute, and then she's fucking just beating the fucking elizabeth moss's you know body you know on the ground with the fucking fire poker or whatever or a golf right. uh, club um you know making guttural sounds and, and just shit like that right like that was just like this is incredible to watch that i that kept me engaged the whole time more than like the plot and wow. everything else which i think that's the big discrepancy or difference for me get out i respect more in its sense of editing, in its sense of not knowing the, how the it's going tech. to end, and and yeah. and just the way it's it just fucking I never seen anything like it before. Right, the Us, craftsmanship is yeah, better in Get Out. Yeah. Exactly, and, and so that's a part of me wants to say Get Out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there was something about the formula of us that i just ah, it's it's a little formulaic you know god damn it it is but what kept me in was um was the performances which it's not normally the case in movies and normally it's all the technical shit that's like that was fucking awesome because the cinematography was fucking dope and i felt <laughs> that the tone was just awesome the entire time whereas like <laughs> there were parts of us where the tone i felt was like eh, you know but her performance yeah. kept me in the entire fucking time so dude it can't that kind of surprised me that's what impressed me so i have to say us because of that so i'm and giving I, it more to her than to peel <laughs> yeah and i love that because you're not the kind of person who would rank a movie on like how the casting goes like right. i don't i don't know i don't know if you've ever picked a movie because of that no that's not true you, say, you talk about the casting all the time i mean i do no no not yeah. that you don't talk about it but that that is the reason why you picked this oh, over that right. i don't yeah. know if we've ever run into that on yeah, the show I so i kind of i, I yeah. love that you liked it that much to um to be like hey i respect yeah. the craftsmanship but Check out that actor. She's yeah. fucking dope as hell. You know, yeah, I like normally, I like that that affected you. Normally, atmosphere trumps performance for me. Right, um, right. Don't get me wrong. I think 
in the last year and really i think because of this podcast like excuse me i've i've i felt like i've become more tuned to performances i i think i i think i'm i'm growing in 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 understanding how much of this being able to recognize super strong performances you know from one another and and seeing how that director actor actress relationship can really strengthen the film and not just the technical side of it you know i think i was right. caught up sometimes too much into the technical aspect so i think us kind of gave me that fresh of breath air where i was like this is fucking dope where jordan peele had made such a tight film with get out and then now he's like you know what i'm gonna go a little bit maybe more genre but i'm gonna probably explore you know my directing chops of getting a performance out more right you know right. which was cool and it was kind of cool to see and i don't know it was kind of a long-winded explanation but dude it's great <laughs> loved Sick. hearing it loved hearing it so yeah, keith alif what did he decide after our um you know uh, oh fuck no i'm gonna go get out <laughs> i want to see I because see get out too be, because um, because you love um, black and white movies. <laughs> nice. So that'll that be it. Good. Oversimplification. Goodbye, solid. rest of the listeners. Um, no, I, I think I think you like that type movie. I think you like it. I th- I think what's craftsmanship. Different, I think what's interesting about Keith here is that. He watched them in opposite order. He saw us first. Yep. Oh. And then he saw Get Out. Yeah, I did. think that's Ooh. key because key. Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, goodbye to the other rest of the listeners. <laughs> um, I think Jacob and I, having seen Get Out, knew some of the things that Peel was already doing with get out when we saw us whereas i think us i think because we i remember you watching it and then you were kind of i think maybe you i don't think you liked the idea the the fact that there was some i think it was funnier than you were expecting because i think you <laughs> i think if i remember because i remember in your letterbox review or something or maybe you just said it that it you felt that maybe it was more of a comedy or a dark comedy than it was an actual like thrill ride or horror film right right so i think I think you maybe were a little disappointed in that. So then when you watched Get Out, not only did it have that same sort of kind of humor in it, but it also, because it was better done, the craftsmanship of it, I think, is better. I think you're like, okay, same humor. So I now know his fucking author style, whatever. Right. But Get Out, it's a little bit more horrific in the fact that it's it's just executed maybe better... A, and it's and it's harder. It's a yeah. harder movie, and I think you like hard movies. Yeah. So I, us is a little more like palatable, you know. Yeah. Like you really have to chew on Get Out a little bit more. So I think, I think Get Out. Um. Uh, yeah. Don't um, don't be a movie hipster and it's tough. switch it on. <laughs> it's tough though. It's tough because I know that you really like genre too, and I know that you being a big horror fan, you can probably pick up on all the crazy references and there are so many references like for anybody out there listening 
go oh, you go on point. YouTube and check out the references that he has put in us. It's kind of incredible. But um, it's a really good point. Fuck. Uh, I don't know. I still, there's a part of me that just thinks get out. I don't know. Yeah, same. it's tough. And plus, Lakeith Stanfield is fucking great in it. Oh <laughs> yeah, like he's awesome. And then the roommate too is great. Right. <laughs> I the, think the I beginning think, scene think, of Get Out, he's like, oh hell no. I think the scene in Halloween, the, the new Halloween <laughs> with the the little uh, uh, African American kid in it. Oh yeah. I, I think the perfect. roommate is like that for. Mm-hmm. Um, get out, and I think maybe that would be the, the, the reason, because I think he was your favorite that, part of Halloween. That specific, <laughs> yeah. no, he's definitely the best part of Halloween, like no doubt. Uh, that shit was fucking. Dude, anytime characters do that, like just the beginning of Get Out, he's just like, oh, fuck, no. I ain't dealing with this shit right now. Or like the whole like, what is this white people shit with the key? <laughs> the key. Uh, it's so that true. Shit me, that shit gets me. So true. Um, I think they're both pretty close overall. Um, definitely wasn't like you know drooling over each one or, or as uh, fond of each one, I suppose, as all of society seems to be. Uh, I think <laughs> I think Get Out edges it a tiny bit, mostly because of that. <laughs> Ronnie gets out of the chair and he just starts killing everyone. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's like that's another one of those like subversion of white people in horror where he's like, oh, he's just actually gonna have him kill the people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's a pretty that's pretty you know because that's one of those things you always do. You yell the screen just hit him one more time finish it or don't yeah. stop you know and then of course right. the writing stops and of course they show up later you know that type of shit um so yeah that was pretty nifty um it took a lot longer and get out to get to mm. the familial shit than i thought it was going to mm. i thought it was going to be way more we're going to ride this out with him yeah um oh you know what i mean like usually mm-hmm. i expect it to happen early like him to get there get trapped Right. And then go through some shit. It is his trials and tribulations were a little bit shorter than I was expecting, right? Uh, and a lot more just playing on the the unease. Uh, whereas, like, I feel like us got the doppelganger showed up like that, yeah. Um, which is yeah, nifty. You know, I like that too. Because um, I like first it. act was shorter, yeah, or it was longer in Get Out. Definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of like it when we get into the shit of it with the characters and have they have to deal with it you know from from early on uh but yeah no like i'm glad i watched both of these uh i think get out probably edges it just a little bit um yes i mean not by like a lot though i wouldn't say I would, yeah. but i am pretty mm-hmm. far removed from us now so i don't know that could change but yeah the, i think the ending soured it a little bit too just kind of like eh mm. i don't buy it yeah you know um, but I don't know. Could change. Could change on a rewatch. Uh, yeah. I I feel That's like too. Like for the listeners that haven't seen us, they gotta see it in theaters. Like if it better, it's better to see it in theaters with an I don't audience. know if that'll ever be a thing. If it's even know. playing still, I don't know if it is. It's definitely yeah. not playing anymore. But buy a Blu-ray of it. Go up to the Regal counter and just say, "Hey, motherfucker." Because I mean, this. I I just saw it last week. So at the tail end of its 
run. Oh, it's theaters. still running. Oh, wow, it's still it, going in Bellingham? Well, at least it was just last week. I mean, it might be out now. Wow. But it was it last... It is because Avengers is out. Last yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that, I, I, I watched it. And it was almost... I mean, it was there was a lot of people in the theater. Like, Dude, I was, it has legs. I was got crazy legs. I was like, holy yeah. shit, because I was honestly expecting to be like one of the only people there. But people were yelling at the at the screen. Oh, like, that's oh, so hell awesome. no, hell no, you know, something like that, which was awesome. It, was, it reminded me great. of my hereditary experience, which is, oh, you yeah. know, which was great. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sick. All right. So we have, what, two get outs, one us? Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, sick. All right. So uh, we are going to do a pitch this week. Uh, so stick around after the short break for that. Welcome back. This is the Pitch Fest, where we each have 30 seconds to pitch a plot to a movie based on this week's topic. We vote on who's is best. Um, talked about Jordan Peele earlier, whose films are heavily laden with some social commentary and are horror, so we will be doing social commentary horror plots. Um, who would like to go first? <laughs> I think Byron wants to go first. Sure, I'll go first. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your title? It's called uh, Beak. Okay. Uh, are you ready? Uh, I am ready. And go. An old farmer and his family of seven decide to sell their farm of 500,000 chickens to a huge corporation that has been pushing him to do so for years. As soon as the farm is purchased, the family mysteriously disappears and their burnt bodies are found in the corporation's chicken coops a few weeks later. The owner of the corporation suddenly has to deal with the consequences of the incident and has to come face to face with the horrific force his business has created both locally and physically as his stock become rabid and he himself starts developing a beak. Ah, <laughs> it's nice. Birdman, but corporate Birdman. God damn it! No. <laughs> uh, um, Shot in uh, one take. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go next. Um, cool. Mine is called "Humans Are Friends, Not Food." Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Finding Nemo over sweet, here. Sweet. Cool. Are you ready? Yeah. And go. Humans are a subjugated species to vampires who are essentially factory farming the humans for food, slavery, science, and entertainment. Finding your friends and family torn apart by the voracious hunger of the vamps is not uncommon. But when Van, whose blood acts as a repellent for the vamps, encounters Drake, a vamp but human sympathizer, they hatch a plan to induce a vampire sickness hoping to wipe out most of the population. But who is Drake really, and can he be trusted? Sweet. I love the names. Nice. Yeah. Came in way under. All right. <laughs> Drake. Um, can we trust Drake? I don't know. You can't trust Drake. I don't Drake. know anymore. Yeah, yeah. What music artist can we trust? I don't think there's any. <laughs> um, all right. What is your title? All right. Mine is Aryan Red. Mm, okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. And go. A 16-year-old Aryan boy who hates all but his own race goes through a revelatory crisis of sexual exploration 
plagued with fears of hardcore fantasies that his neo-Nazi parents will not accept, including sex with Jews, men, animals, and objects. In a crescendo of Aronofsky-esque nightmare escape, the Aryan is tortured and lynched like Jesse Washington by his fellow neo-Nazis. Only when he admits that he's a pansexual to his closest friend, the violence and sexual imagery dissipate. Hmm. Damn. Interesting. Interesting. Ah. Uh, I go first, right? Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um... Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Keats on this. Um, I like Jacobs. I really like the lynching part with the Jesse Williams part. That's fucking cool. I mm-hmm. like that. Um, but uh, I think Keats and I were both kind of on the same food thing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. kind of weird. Oh, it's really weird. Um. <laughs> It's like oak jail over here, yeah. Uh, oh shit! I didn't think of that. Um, you sound disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I um, should have said nothing. <laughs> um, Food Inc. Um, yeah. Uh, I I wanted to like Jacobs. I'm not. I mean, I like it, but I I don't know exactly how the sexual imagery comes with the Aryan part of it. Like, I feel like it could be one or the other. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, But I like the idea of him being tortured and shit like that, which is really fucking cool. And that, with the sexual stuff, in with that so i don't know it's oh i see i see what you're saying so like if it was just torture then that would have been baller but the sexual stuff was yeah i I just having both it was too much yeah i did well no it's not necessarily too much i'm just not sure exactly how they relate oh gotcha oh oh yeah yeah, i mean it's it's just it's hard because it's just pitch you know yeah Um, yeah i get what you're saying it'd be a cool film to see um but i'm gonna have to go with the keys i like the um uh, kind of this newer take on the vampire kind of <laughs> feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's yeah. so many vampire things have been done, but I haven't quite seen something quite like that before. <laughs> and I like that you have the character names and stuff. That, you know, it, it felt it felt like a little bit of a different pitch for you. It's cool. <laughs> nice. Um, I think I'm going to go with Jacob's but pretty much for Ooh. all the reasons that Byron said that you didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I just like that. That's a very interesting topic. Uh, Horror-wise, I think there's a lot in there. I think you need to tweak some of it. Uh, like the end... Um, pansexual doesn't necessarily mean that you're into screwing animals. So, like, <laughs> right. there's, a, there's, like, a little, you know just a little change here and there but those, uh, those details that yeah yeah it's more about the deviancy which i like and it's kind of john waters-esque in that regard so which is definitely oh. i think way out of mm. your uh typical realm so uh yeah yeah i'll go with yours this time around um i am also gonna go with keith just because <laughs> like i love the beak thing because i'm i'm a huge i'm a huge sucker for um like people's like faces changing in movies (laughs) like like if uh like even if like the 
film doesn't recognize it and just does it. You know what I mean? Like right. one thing one thing about this movie Ink that we picked for you is he's got a nice old nose. And ah. everyone and their mother knows that that nose is fake, but no one in the film talks about it. And it's <laughs> super cool. Um, so I love shit like that. If that's where you were going with the beak, that would have been dope. Uh, but funny. even if he just starts growing a beak, that's still super neat. Because I love that kind of uh, physical changes based on like people's you know mistakes or right. you know if that's their punishment is that they're yeah. deformed. Um, but Keith, I for the same reasons that Byron likes yours, I, I I that's that's kind of that's my dig. That's that's what I like. I like the I like the vampires. I like the food thing. I think that and I think that's a really easy social commentary. You know, it's like it's easy to see what the thing is, and it's like, hey, what if this happened to humans? You, you know, mm-hmm. so I kind of I dig it for the topic, but also I, I think I would just watch that because that sounds like underworld, but like trying to say something underworld you know yeah, and i yeah. i like underworld by itself so <laughs> if it's also telling me something then fuck yeah same yeah here. yeah cool yeah that's uh that's uh yeah i wasn't sure how to if i will need to go really heavy on the obvious commentary or not but i'm glad it worked out um cool. and then you know the names are obviously van helsing and dracula so yeah, like it's, cool. it was definitely uh what are those handed the names van helsing and dracula oh what are they from? Are you fucking with me right now? Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Kate Beckinsale is in both Van Helsing and Underworld. Oh, <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Um, she should be in Keith's movie. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be interesting. She pretty much like looks the same as she did back in the day. Yeah. So. No, she's pretty much a vampire. <laughs> she, yeah. She's pretty much a vampire. Pretty She'll live vampire. forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, Edward Cullen. Sparkly man. Colin. <laughs> what did you call him? Isn't his name Edward Colin in the thing? I thought it was Colin. Oh. oh I have no idea. <laughs> I've been saying that wrong I for a long know. time then. I don't I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Um <laughs> it's just, I thought you said it as a joke, like, like it, Colin, well, like like the you know, like he's right, inside my like colon. A, like yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which hopefully he is. Oh god. Um Spread cool. your sparkles. Give me your sparkle juice. Oh, right, God. <laughs> Feels good to uh, win. Yeah, it does. <laughs> as we get close to the near the 100th episode. Feels good to to round out the century. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that is so, um, That's a good title for a movie. Vampire round rest. out the century. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, so uh, go ahead and follow us on Letterboxd at Jacob Foltz, Barring Glitch, E-O-U-E-T-T-E, and Hyperion Creator for me. Uh definitely be sure to listen to next week's episode because it is the hundredth episode and it is a special one for us ha <laughs> um it will be a special episode um and because it is a little bit different here um <clears throat> we're gonna be doing three films for that one and what we did was decide to pick um the each pair of people chose a film for the third person. So um, Byron and I chose for Jacob. Jacob and I chose for Byron. Byron and Jacob chose for me. Um, so the films we were do we we're gonna do are Ink, which we picked for Byron, Apocalypto, which we picked for Jacob, and Dark City, which was picked for me. 
Um, so quite an eclectic, but still oddly similar. very similar. Yeah, similar yeah, movies. It's kind of weird. There's no yeah. comedy in there or <laughs> fun. <laughs> There's no fun. <laughs> um, that's it's really interesting. It's really interesting. I feel like I ourselves. feel like Ink. Ink is a movie that you might laugh at because of its shoddiness. I think. Yeah. Um, but not, it's not intentionally comedic, but there, it is a little bit shoddy, but it's still very good. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm excited to, to, to watch it because you guys have talked about it before and it's kind of piqued my interest. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, I saw Ink a long, long time ago, but it's basically like I haven't seen it. So, Sweet. <clears throat> um, we'll be doing Ink, Apocalypto and Dark City, three episodes, uh, for the hundredth. Plus we're going to uh, be dropping some. Uh, bigger news about the show um, so please yeah definitely take a listen to that one because it's going to be a great one Yeah, probably yeah. get drunk <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, bring your beers and enjoy bring um, your beers <clears throat> but yeah so Ink Apocalypto Dark City uh, join us next week thanks for listening thanks guys bye bye